Hi, and welcome back to another Faith Rest Life podcast. Uh, please excuse my voice. I have a little bit of a cold, um, but I'm so excited to be delving into our sweet friend, Melissa Marinas's book, Recovery by Faith. My gosh, exciting. Yes. So we're on uh, chapter six, which is the fruit of the spirit, goodness. So we, uh, last week we covered kindness, um, the continuation of kindness and, um, I feel like they go hand in hand, goodness and kindness. Um, so I think that what's really standing out to me this week <clears throat> is that these are really tangible tools that the Holy Spirit has put inside of us, um, that He lives inside of us, and these are His attributes. And we are made in God's image. So He's given us all of this, and we can just receive it. Um, and I, I just want to encourage everybody as you're listening today to just know through faith, God has given you all of this. This is who you really are. This is what you can really stand in, stand on. It is the truth of, of God. So um, we're going to pray and jump right into goodness. So I... I'm excited. It's like a, a dose of medicine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love it. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yes. So, okay. Lord, we thank you and we glorify you today. And we just want to magnify your attributes and who you are, Lord. We want to really focus in now on your fruit growing inside of us, the fruit of your spirit, Jesus that you've given us goodness because you are good. And so we just want to lean into this testimony today and really receive everything that you have for each one of us to receive about this fruit of your spirit. So we just pray for our ears to hear our eyes to be opened and our spirits to be renewed and receiving and our minds to be renewed as we dive into this with Melissa. And we just pray you would bless Melissa right now with every word that you would have her speak to us. Lord, we want this to be yours and we want the water of your word to pour out over us right now, Jesus. So we pray for an anointing, like a waterfall on Melissa from her head to her toes. Uh, thank you, God, that you are making all things good and work together for our good. And so we just love you, Jesus, and we give you this time right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. So I want to just start with um, a definition that I found on goodness because I think it really just um, kind of hones in on what you were just saying, just with like who God's character is, you know, but it says here that God's it, goodness is God's nature and character. So a further explanation 
of God's goodness is a symbol of God's nature, his character, and his person. And he implies, like, his name implies mercy and grace and his compassion. So, you know, something that through this trial, as always, God was so faithful and so sweet. But I would definitely have those hard days still all the time where I would just feel like I was being defeated or I would forget to pick my Bible up or, you know, I would allow the thoughts and the craziness in my mind to just kind of spiral out of control. So I was having a hard day and, um, you know, I, I just said, but I like snapped out of it. Like I heard God's still sweet, small voice in my heart to just say, you're believing lies. You're believing lies again. And I, you know, I thought, man, thank you, Lord, for just making me aware of it, making me aware of what I was seeing and believing that wasn't true. It wasn't the truth, you know, and, um, and reminding myself too, that I don't have control. I don't have control. We don't have control over so many things in so many situations where we think we might, and we do, but we don't. (laughs) And so, um, you know, this particular day I was reminded that I did not have control over my husband And I couldn't make him change. And, you know, there was just these ups and downs of this roller coaster where things were like progressively moving in a good direction, but it was still the ups and downs as we were going towards the right direction, but there was still those bumps in the road that were just really hard. And, um, I just was reminded that day that I didn't have control and I needed to keep my eyes fixated on the Lord. And I I probably sound like a broken record through this whole season of saying that, of just like turning my eyes back to God, turning my eyes back to God, turning my eyes back to God. But really that's what it, that's what it's about, you know, because we do get defeated and we do have hard things and, and things that we just have to deal with in life that nobody wants to deal with. But they're there and we can we can either react to them or we can respond to them. And that was something that I was really working on was trying to respond instead of react. Because, of course, with your emotions and things are, you know, not maybe going the right way that you would want reacting to things doesn't always come out with the best solution. (laughs) And so I would try to like take a breath and say, you know what, I'm going to respond to this versus reacting to it. And um, I just really had to press into the Lord every moment of my day to be able to respond versus reacting. But the more I pressed into him, the more time I spent with him, the more I just um, saturated my heart and my soul and my mind with his worship songs, with, you know, sermons, the easier the responding was versus the reaction. So, um, so that day my, I had started, this was the very first verse for goodness and it's Exodus 33, 19. And it says, and he said, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. 
and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and shall and shall show compassion on whom I will show compassion. And I just thought, what a sweet, sweet verse and a true reflection of who God really is, because it says like I myself, and it's talking about I myself, the Lord, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you. So when we're in God's will, when we're following the Lord, he passes his goodness onto us and he passes it before us, which I just thought was so beautiful. It's like almost like a serving tray, you know, or like for holidays when you're like at Thanksgiving and everybody's passing around the bowl of mashed potatoes, you know, it's like the Lord is just like passing his goodness to us. And um, it really just spoke to my heart. The other thing I thought was so sweet in it, in the verse was that, you know, he said, I will show compassion. And so the Lord is a loving God who wants to pass goodness onto us and who wants to just fill our lives with his compassion. He also is a just God. And if we're not walking in his will and we're not doing the things that we're supposed to be doing, there is judgment and there is, you know, consequences just like, like our children, you know, when they don't do what they're supposed to do, there's sometimes consequences, you know? So I think we are in that same boat of being in the Lord's goodness and allowing that goodness to be just poured over our life when we're walking with him, when we're in his will. And when we do mess up, he is compassionate. When we turn back to him and say, Lord, you know, please forgive me. I don't, I don't want to walk in this path. I want to follow you. And so, um, I think his compassion to me was just speaking really loudly at that point too, because I felt like I had, kind of fallen back in my situation where I was um, almost in denial a little bit again. And I was trying to fix Clinton and trying to do all these things for him. And, um, and it was, it, it was a reminder to say, you know what, like, it's okay. It's okay that you went backwards a little bit, but let's just stand up, turn around and get back on the path that we need to, you know, to, to make this a successful situation. So I loved, um, that he was just compassionate through all of this for, for me, because I wanted, I wanted his goodness. I wanted his compassion. I wanted him to just shower me with those things. And really, truly, at the end of the day, through this entire journey, he was. His goodness was so beautiful and so saturated. But there were definitely times that I could see myself um, trying to fix everything, trying to do everything again, like falling back into my, my old ways and the Lord just saying, hey, like, that's not what I want. Like, just give it back to me. You need to give it back to me. And so his compassion and goodness through this journey, when I look back on it now was just overwhelming. Like, I mean, it really through the whole journey, not just even this little short chapter of the study, but really his goodness and compassion, even today, (laughs) you know, 10 years later, his goodness and his compassion in my life are so real and so um, beautiful. 
Um, so that was partially, you know, part of what I was saying is like, I just, I didn't want my vision to be clouded. I wanted so desperately to keep my eyes on the Lord so that his goodness could really flow through our life. So, and I said in my journal too, like, I knew this, you know, in these valleys, like I knew it was making me stronger and I knew it was making me a greater woman of God. Because I think in these trials that we're going through and these hard things that we're going through, it is really like we're in a fire and it's like the, we're burning off our old self and putting on our new self. And the more that we're doing it, the more that we're pressing into the Lord, it's like the more of our flesh that falls off, the more of the yuck and the muck goes away. I came back to the Lord and said, you know what, God, I'm right back to where I was again in this space of denial, in this space that, you know, everything was going to be fine. And Clint, you know, I was going to fix him. And, but those, all those things were just silly little lies because I couldn't, I couldn't fix him. I couldn't change him. And I just had to keep my eyes focused on me, you know, focused on me and focused on the Lord. The next goodness verse um, is Psalm 23 6. And it says, surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I needed that so bad because it was so sweet for me to hear it, hear it from the Lord that keeping our eyes. And I wrote here, like, I want to keep my eye on the prize. You, God, you are my prize. I want to keep my eyes fixed on that. And then I I had written that I want to keep my eye on the prize first. And then I read that was my verse. And I just thought, man, Lord, you are so sweet and so wonderful because it was all the days of my life. Like, this is what it's talking about, that he is going to surely like his goodness and kindness will follow us all the days of our life. If we're walking with him and if we're seeking him and just really running hard after him, he wants to shower these things with us. So I just, I wrote here in my journal that recovery is a wild road and not only recovery from some kind of addiction, but recovery, like on my side of things was recovering from trying to fix everybody and trying to make everybody, um, who I thought they should be, you know, but God knows who they need to be. God is the fixer. God is the doctor. God's the physician. God's the molder. You know, he's the, the master um, the masterpiece creator of the clay and, you know, like he needs to really mold our lives and change them. And so um, I was just overwhelmed because the minute that I begin to take my eyes off of the madness again and the pure insanity and keep them fixed on the Lord, he always swooped in. He always changed my heart and changed my mind. And I was reading in my, um, a book called road to recovery, and it was to keep my focus on me only and keep my focus on me and keep my eyes fixed on the Lord. And that's literally what I was crying out to, because I just felt that I could fix it all again. And, um, and I couldn't, you know, 
And so I just wrote here that life is so surreal. When I stop trying to do it my way, the Lord swoops in and things just like fall in perfect place. And my next goodness verse was Psalm 31, 19. It says, how great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have brought for those who take refuge in you before the sons of men. Again, this is just speaks volumes about when we fear the Lord. Just like in that first verse or the second verse, he wants to shower us with his goodness. The study Bible had here like a definition of stored up and it said, David deposits his life in the hands of God to share in the covenant benefits that God has stored up for his faithful servants. And I was like, oh my gosh, like God has these things stored up. He has these covenants that he's created for us. When we are faithful to him, when we fear him, when we follow him, he has these beautiful little things for us to just shower us with. And I thought, Lord, I want these deposits. Like I want a deposit in God's bank. I want these covenant benefits from the Lord for him that he, that Jesus, that God has stored up for his faithful servants. I want to be one of those faithful servants that gets those coins or that gets those covenants, you know, and it's, it's a promise. Like God promises us these things. So we can't get any, we can't get anything sweeter. I think than his goodness, because it really, truly just shows us and teaches us who he is. And when we're following him and even doing hard things, you know, like this tough love that, that I was continuing to walk down this road of tough love. He was showering the goodness because I was being a faithful servant to him. I was serving him and I was trying to live these spirits out in my life or not spirits. These, yeah, well, fruits of the spirit. Like I was trying to live all these things out in my life to woo Clinton back to Jesus, to woo myself even back to Jesus. You know what I mean? Because I would get so lost in the, the craziness of it all. The last verse, which this one didn't have as many verses as quite a few of the other chapters did, was um, the Galatians 5.22, that um, the fruits of the spirit, which is what this whole book is based on, and just um, showing up again, where, I mean, every time I got to this verse, it was like these confirmations, this, this, just this confirmation and this almost like a seal, a seal from the Lord, like how they used to seal the letters in the old days with like the wax stamps. It was that sweet seal from God saying, this is your book. Like, this is what it's all about is just really living these out in your life to woo people back to me. And that's, that's the whole premise of this entire book is to learn and understand how we can truly live out all these fruits in our life so that we can walk through these hard times, 
but we can do it with God's love, with his grace, with his goodness. And he showers on us all of these things that he wants, you know? So that was in a nutshell, what the Lord showed me through his goodness and all the verses in there. That was so beautiful. That was so good. Um, Just what really stood out to me is turning my eyes back to God, turning my eyes back to God, back to God, back to God. Like right now I feel like really stirred up because there's so many things that want to rip our eyes off of God. So many hardships, hard things, you know, just try to rip our eyes off of God. And I just feel like today God is reminding us of his goodness that we can like hawks zero in on the goodness of God. And that you shared that verse, surely goodness and mercy follow me mm-hmm. all the days. And you really emphasis, you emphasized surely. And I just feel like the Lord really wants to speak that to everyone's hearts today, that surely his goodness is following after you. And you can zero in on that, like no matter what's going on in your life right now that his goodness is on its way. Mm-hmm. So that just really stood out. Like I have goosebumps about it, <laughs> you know, he's yeah. so good. So he, he is. And no matter where you are or what you're doing, even in yeah. the darkest moments of our life, the darkest trials, his goodness is still there. And yes. he wants, you know, he wants to shower us with it. Where we're thinking we're in this fire, you know, I think, I think it like brings me back to, um, Shadrach, Shadrach. Thank you. When the three of them are in the fire, you know, and they're like going to be burned and God's goodness is there. It's present. Not one of them, not one of them, you know, get gets burned and not only the goodness that's in the fire with them, but the goodness that's seen from the outside of these bad people and the enemies, they're looking, saying, who's the fourth person in there? What the heck is going on? Like they're even seeing God's goodness. And so I think it's like, it's like that over, um, or that like ripple effect when you can get in that space and keep your eyes fixated on God. He pours that goodness over you. Well, then Mm -hmm. you then can pour the goodness over the next person and they can pour the goodness over the next person. It's like, you know, that, that ripple effect of being God's goodness. And the enemy wants us to not see it. The enemy wants us to Mm -hmm. like, just snatch it away and, and be done with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really sweet. I just, the Lord just put this story on my heart just real quick to share, but there was, I was, um, this wasn't during the time that I was writing my book. This was just like a couple years ago, but I was driving through a Chick-fil-A drive-through and this man, I ordered my food and I pulled up a little bit because there was another car in front of me. Well, then I was looking in my purse, trying to find my credit card. And I didn't realize the truck behind me couldn't quite get to the window. And I still had my window down and, um, the car in front of me pulled up and I didn't realize it. So I'm digging through my purse still. Well, the guy behind me starts screaming. I mean, just vulgar, like move your car. What are you doing? You're on your stupid phone. I mean, I don't know. He thought I was on my phone or I don't know what he thought. He was hollering out the window curse words. And I was just like, Oh my heavens. 
So I just like rolled my window up and I pulled up, you know, and I thought, okay, Lord, this is like, I just started praying for him, you know? And when I got to the window, I thought I'm going to pay for his food. I'm going to pay for his food and show him God's goodness. And I got to the window, I paid for my food, I paid for his food, and I had to drive where I had to drive past back, or I had to drive back by the window. When I drove back by the window or back, you know, like it was kind of like this U-turn thing. Yeah. When I drove back by, his jaw was touching the bottom of the truck floor, and he was just staring at me as I went by with his mouth open. Oh, my And, you know, and I just thought, like, stuff like that. Because then for the rest of his day, it changed his day. Instead of me screaming and hollering back at him, that would have just fueled the fire. Yeah. But instead, it was like God's goodness just got to swoop right in there. I love it. And and just magnify like sweetness in the face of the enemy, which I just, ugh. I hate him. <laughs> hate him. Yes. yes. You know, so anyways, that I just had to share that really quickly. I love that. Yeah. He got to encounter. It was an opportunity for him to encounter the goodness of God. Yes. And how much we really all need that right now is just, yeah, it's beautiful. It's so good. Yeah. All right. Well, let me pray for us and um, thank you for listening to chapter six of goodness. So Lord, we just ask that you would just come into each of our lives, that these words would just truly penetrate our hearts, Father. And I pray, Jesus, that we would be reminded of how good you are, that we be reminded of your goodness, that we would be reminded of what we have, the power that we have in you, Lord. And I pray that in these trials and various stages of all of our lives and every person that's listening here, Lord, I pray that they could remember that even though they're in that fire, you're right there with them and you're burning away the yuck and the muck and you're just purifying and changing them to be more like you. And I pray for these sweet covenants, like like it said in Psalms that David had these covenants stored up. Um, and I just pray, Father, that we would store these covenants up that we would see who you are, that we would understand who you are in our lives, and we would just um, see your goodness and your compassion, but that we would keep our eyes fixed on you so we can see those things. We love you, and we thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.